What I wish the focus in fitness became about was a feeling, not a number on a scale. Mm. You know, I, it's more about, I felt great today. I did what I was supposed to do. That's awesome. Let's hit repeat the next day. And if you show that level of consistency and you come back with that day in and day out, you'll turn around in a, a month, a few months, whatever the number is, it doesn't matter. Mm. You'll start feeling a lot better. You'll start moving better. You'll have higher levels of energy. You'll wake up enthusiastic. People will start paying you compliments. Well, listen, that goes a long way. Yeah. All right, everyone, welcome to the first show of 2023. Happy New Year. This is going to be an amazing, amazing year. As always, thank you for supporting all the work we put in last year, helping all of the people in your life get healthier just by some of the information that may resonate. But this year, man, we have amazing guests, amazing info, more product reviews, best of the best, worst of the worst, and a lot more information about getting in touch with yourself on the deepest level for your deepest healing. We're coming on fire this year. Today, we have an amazing, amazing guest, Don Saladino, he is a celeb trainer. Some of the celebs that you've seen, Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively, Hugh Jackman, all in the big screen, he taught him how to get ripped. But not only that, fit. Not only that, healthy. How do we achieve the deepest health simplistically, right? So the approach that Don takes isn't overwhelming yourself with all of these crazy programs and overworking yourself. It's really how to maintain a workout routine how to make it sustainable, how to feel good about it. So the psychology behind it is the most important part for having longevity. So Don's gonna give us all of his gems that he's been doing over the past 25 years and what a great, great story he has. Can't wait to get him on for this new year. And, ooh man, I got a knowledge bomb for you. I got my hand-picked top five interventions for your overall health for 2023 from five all the way to my number one intervention to keep yourself at your most highest, most healthy version of you. So before we get into this episode and this awesome interview with Don coming up, I'm going to tell you a little bit about this merch that we have out, all organic, all sustainable, awesome fashion, awesome vibe, awesome styles, crew necks, hoodies, t-shirts, hats, bags, everything that we really wanted to create and the highest material, highest quality, sustainable and stylish. So you're representing the show, not only the show, but heal thyself, the power of those words, healing yourself to heal the world. It's hts.today, check it out and pick yourself up some of the most amazing merch in the game. All right, everyone, check this out. I got a very special guest, all the way from New York. I just got introduced to him as of late, but man, I'm loving everything he does. You remember Dr. Gabrielle Lyon? She was the connection be between both of us. And this guy, fitness professional, he is changing lives across the board. Now, I don't wanna just bring anyone to talk about muscle and fitness and weights. I want someone to talk about psychology. How do we maintain this? And a lot of you out there, are struggling with having a routine over and over and over, right? We're sticking to it and then we break it, sticking to it and break it. We're gonna talk about the psychology, the consistency, how we can optimize our muscle health because it's so essential with the man, the myth, and now the legend, Don Saladino. Wow. I'll, I'll take that over there. <laughs> this guy's good for my ego here. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah, man. Thank listen, you. listen. How, I, got, I gotta hype, listen. I gotta hype you up. You deserve Thank it. You. Thank you, man. You told me you did over 40,000 one-hour sessions yeah. of training in your yeah, life? Yeah, my life. Man, I feel old now. 
Man, that, that, that is unprecedented. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot yeah. of work. I started in 1999, worked at a big box gym, um, broke off a year later, started training one-on-one, and then I opened my first gym back in 2005. So it's Fantastic. been a long run. Man, yeah. and you're, you, got, you got your hands in everything. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. But really, this is what I want to talk about more than anything because mm-hmm. what I get... The DMs that I get is, and I'm not even in a fitness, but I'll still get, how do we continue the habits? How do I want to start a fitness routine? What is the biggest block for us to have a consistent workout routine? You know, I think it's, first off, it's comparing ourselves to other people that it comes easy to. So, you know, the example I like to give is, is, is Rocky, the movie Rocky, and everyone wants to affiliate themselves with that type of work ethic. Like, well, that's how I'm supposed to be working. I have to be climbing up the mountain with a log on my back and I have to collapse and stand back up. And that's just not the case. I think if you're someone where 25 minutes into the workout, you're hating it, or you're just losing your attention to what you're doing, make the workouts 20 minutes. You know, just take a minimalistic approach. Don't do excessive work for the sake of doing it. Leave the session, feel good about yourself, wake up the next day, feel good again. And then the idea is to come back in and do something. But I think what starts happening was between social media, even when social media wasn't around, people were doing the same thing because I think they're comparing themselves to someone that's great at it. Well, he looks like this and she looks like that and they spend 90 minutes a day, six, seven days a week. It's like, all right, if I took anyone and I put them into a session for 90 minutes a day, six days a week and we clean up their diet, they're going to probably see a result, right? But most of us aren't wired that way and I don't think we need to be. I don't think we need all that work. We got to go in, do what needs to be done and we need to get out. The idea is finding what you love to do, taking that minimalistic approach, finding a level of success and then coming back in and hitting the repeat button. You know, skincare isn't just about looking good, right? A lot of us want to look good, but it's not just about looking good. It's about nurturing your skin and being well-balanced from the inside out. And, you know, this world is flooded with a bunch of harsh chemicals that are really insulting our skin, our barrier. And you want something truly effective that is safe. Alitura is one of the best in the game. If you never heard of Alitura, you just think of, you might've seen some uh, black bottles with gold writing on it. It's one of the best. And they're always at health events and people are loving them. And their quality. Alitura Naturals has crafted a serum that is not only safe, but also incredibly effective. Listen, a lot of you ask me where I get my glow from. This is a huge part of the equation. Their gold serum isn't just another skincare product. It's a testament to the power of natural healing and a commitment to holistic health. It uses organic ingredients like jojoba, olive, rosehip oils, and the gold serum is made organically with plant-derived vitamin A, not synthetic stuff, not that nasty stuff that you're getting in a lot of these over-the-counter products. GHKCU and marine collagen to revitalize your skin. Alitura Naturals has been using the best ingredients in their products for years. They've been pioneering the path for what truly transformed skin should be. So if you're ready to take control of your skin health and experience the pinnacle of natural beauty, I highly recommend checking out Alitura Naturals. For a limited time, you, the Heal Thyself listener, will enjoy the exclusive discount, just the Heal Thyself discount, only for you. That's 20% off of this gold serum. Go to alitura.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com and get that 20% discount. It's amazing stuff. I use it every night before bed and I'm telling you, I'm on fire with my skin in a good way. Check it out. All right, let's face it. With all the toxins we're exposed to nowadays with processed foods, pollutants, and even stress, our poor livers have been working overtime. If you've been feeling sluggish, bloated, or just overall rundown, 
it may be time to give your hardworking liver some extra love and support. That is where Organifi's Liver Detox comes in. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfoods. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfood ingredients specifically designed to remove excess toxins and improve digestion, promote healthier energy levels, and just overall liver health. Now, one of the key ingredients is artichoke leaf extract, which has been clinically proven to help detoxify the liver and digestive tract. Then you got the all-star liver protector. You heard of it, milk thistle, an herb that has been used for centuries to give your liver a big old hug. That's not all. Organifi's liver detox also contains dandelion root, one of my favorite ones of all time, which is loaded with vitamins and minerals to promote healthy liver function and digestion. And finally, Trophalia, an ancient Ayurvedic formula packed with antioxidants that has been traditionally used as a powerful liver tonic, one of my favorite ones too. So whether you're dealing with sluggish digestion, low energy, or just want to give your body's main detox engine a little extra love, Organifi's Liver Detox has your back. Just take one to three capsules at any point during the day to start supporting your liver's natural detox pathways. All of us need to be supporting our liver. If you want to experience the energy boosting, liver supporting effects of this fantastic formula, head to OrganifiShop.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I shop.com slash DRG. Mm. And then I, I hear this and, and we're thinking about, yeah, okay, right before social media, let's say 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. and then all of the social media started coming, right, 2010, 2011. Now we can always compare ourselves, man. I, I don't, I can't tell you the amount of times I see a fit man or woman just pop up on my feed, and I'm like, "Wow, what's this guy's workout?" I'm watching his workout. I was like, "Where do they come oh, from?" Where they're, do they're, 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 it's endless. You it's just, endless. It I was end. like, "This guy's great, sick back, great abs." I was like, "Whoa, look at this guy! I got to start working out." And then I start comparing myself. This is something that is just inherent in us—the compar- the comparison. But you're saying just to do something. And, and, and continue it so you go, you know what, I feel good doing this and I'm gonna stop before I burn out. There is no best, right? So if I can take someone last year who for 365 days, they drank alcohol, you would agree with me that that's probably a little bit too much, right? And, uh, but if we cut them in half, there's probably still somewhat of an issue there, right? Like there's still too much, but there's a level of improvement. Right, and it, it's it's about showing that level of of improvement. Can we work in the right direction? If you sat on the couch every day last year, and then I got you into a ten minute workout five six days a week, your head's going to be in a better place. You're probably going to have bouts of higher energy. Your sleep, your recovery will improve a bit, and you might make some better decisions on food choices because now maybe after the workout, it's like, all right, I'm not going to have the waffles and pancakes. Maybe I will make an omelet with some, you know, vegetables in it, or maybe I'm, you know, vegan or vegetarian. Maybe I'm having something more plant based, right? Making better decisions. So I always find, and I'm sure you do as well, when we're in it. You know, after getting that session or after breaking a sweat or doing something, a hike, you know, we're normally not craving that ice cream immediately, right? Like our head's in a good spot and you want to make better decisions. So I think the key is for 2023 is if, if your whole goal is to want to want it, start with a minimalistic approach. Do not, do not set this New Year's resolution that you're not going to be successful with. If you ate dessert last year, 365 days, why are you quitting dessert? Put it in one day a week. It's okay. Like you can still have it. But I think when we take this all or nothing approach, most people out there, uh, they're going to be, they're going to not be successful with it. Yeah. And that's what it is. I remember when I was really into weight training, right? I had all of the magazines I had all of the breakdown, lift days, back and arms and this and that and all the things that I needed to do. 
And then I remember I got so overwhelmed because one, I wasn't seeing results doing it a one month this way. So I moved to changing up. Maybe I need to do six sets of this or three sets of this. And it was just, it became so overwhelming that I burnt out after a while. Right. And then I just gave up. Right. Uh, so how do we find out what works for us? How should we feel? Should we feel super energized? Do, do we see results immediately? How do we know that we're going in the right way? I think if you're someone who wants to want it, again, and you're starting at that baseline, I think consistency trumps intensity. So if you can go in and find something that you feel like you can accomplish and you think is fun, right, then let's start there. Problem that I have is when people start training and then suddenly they're like, oh, my elbows hurt, my shoulders hurt, my knees hurt. They're, they're, then there might be a problem with program design. And maybe we have to look into the way the body's moving. Maybe you're loading dysfunction, these things. These are all advantages to having a coach or at least someone that can be a sounding board for you. But you know, I think in the beginning, let's, let's get off the couch. Let's break a sweat. Don't worry about what's the best. Just try and get in and consistently move. I'm someone who loves the, the gym, but most people out there don't love the gym like I do. Yeah. So I think you know, going on a hike, going on a swim, going on a bike ride, you know, being versatile, maybe doing some push-ups and some bodyweight squats. It's a good start, mm. right? You could take three bodyweight movements and you can run a circuit of that for 10 minutes. I, and I'll throw them out there right now. A push-up, if you can't do them regular, do them elevated, a bodyweight squat or a lunge and something for your posterior chain, like um, like a handcuff to reach or T's, Y's, L's, and W, something where you can grab water bottles and just add a little resistance. Those three movements right there, 10 reps each, rounds for five to 10 minutes. Get your mind into a good place. Want to come back the next day and say, wow, I felt great. Because that's how we become successful. It's relating, um, how are we quantifying success, right? I've never quantified it by a scale or a body fat number. I've quantified it by a feeling. And that's probably why I became very successful with a lot of these celebrities getting ready for the red carpet. We would, we would generally sit down and figure out what is the end goal here? What are you trying to look like? What do we need to create for the big screen? And then I create that plan, and then we're not going to obsess over the plan. We're going to just do what we need to do today. And when they leave the session, well, was that enough? How do you feel? I feel great. We did everything we needed to do today. Now I need you to focus on laughing. I need you to focus on having some good nutrition, getting some rest, keeping stress levels low, and then I'll see you tomorrow. And then we'll come back. And then you know what? Tomorrow sometimes is, oh, my God, I was up with my kids all last night, and I didn't sleep. We got to call an audible on that program. We got to adjust. Then it's my job to allow that person to feel successful after that next hour or whatever it is. And that's, that's training. That's what I wish the focus in fitness became about was a feeling, not a number on a scale. Mm. You know, I, it's more about, I felt great today. I did what I was supposed to do. That's awesome. Let's hit repeat the next day. And if you show that level of consistency and you come back with that day in and day out, You'll turn around in a, a month, a few months, whatever the number is, it doesn't matter. Mm. You'll start feeling a lot better. You'll start moving better. You'll have higher levels of energy. You'll wake up enthusiastic. People will start paying you compliments. Well, listen, listen, that goes a long way. Yeah. You look great. Like, okay, that, that means something from someone who's never said that to you. That's what we need to be chasing. But we're doing these fad diets where, you know, we're putting harmful things into our body. We're looking for that quick pill. And, you know, it, it's just, it's not going to change. Yeah. It's like certain exercises that people were using 50 years ago are still ones that I assign to people today. Like there's no, there's no magic pill in that sense. But we have through recovery modalities and meditation and all these things now that people are doing that 
a lot of people weren't doing as frequently. They were doing it, but not as frequently as they are today. So we are getting smarter as a society, but this is all about how are we relating success to, uh, to what it is we're doing. Mm. Changing your, your barometer. That's it. That's what it is. Because I remember, again, back to this, weighing and, and body fat testing. And it, what about how you feel? Do you feel good and energized after your workout? Uh, and then, like you said, the audible versus right. having the, no, but my Wednesday have to have all these workouts and to, to have a complete program. No, calling the audible. How do you feel before? I mean, this is what creates consistency, right? 100%. To the body. I'm allowed to talk about this story. He, he knows I'm, I'm out here, but my friend, his name is John Albacoco. Um, I met this guy back in May. He was 525 pounds. And um, he was literally about to get hospitalized. He, his blood markers were trashed. We brought him into the gym one day and I just had a conversation with him. And I said, John, I think I can help you. And he was a little, you know, obviously hesitant. He's like, well, what type of workouts? I'm like, well, no, we're gonna, how many steps you walk in a day? He showed me his phone. We were able to look. It was something like 400 steps a day. How much water are you drinking a day? A glass to two glasses of water. What are we gonna do? I said, well, how's your eating? Well, you know, Tom, I just recently eliminated a lot of the, processed foods and the sugars and the meatballs and the things that I love to, to eat as an Italian. I said, well, great. So you're eating salads, protein. I said, great. Well, let's leave the food there because the food seems all right. I knew in the back of my head he was still under eating, but let's see what happens. All I focused on was steps and hydration over the next few months. And then we started getting him into the gym. I said, John, do me a favor. Come over to the cable system right now. We do a couple sets of standing chest presses, a couple sets of rows. We did some isolated work, biceps, mm -hmm. triceps, because we couldn't have him do any crazy leg movements. Right. His knees wouldn't hold it. The first day we got him in, he walked for 10 minutes and three seconds straight, and he almost collapsed. And I said, whoa, 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 we got to slow down. Every day, every week, we just started monitoring things. Five months later, we weighed him in. He lost 60 pounds. And I'm, I'm proud to say that he's logging 6,000 steps a day now. 6,000, wow. 6,000, and he's drinking about close to 200 ounces of water a day. And his body composition is changing. Now, I'm telling this story because he jumped on a scale two weeks after we started, and he saw a significant weight drop of like 37 pounds. The doctors had to put him on a diuretic, and I'm sitting there going, John, this is not real weight right now. Yeah. Let's focus on the process. He went back in about a week to two weeks later to see he gained half of the weight back and he got depressed. And we sat down and we had a conversation. And I said, if we're gonna do this, and I'm gonna donate all my time to, to helping you get to living a normal life, you can't affiliate success with that scale. We will weigh in once in a while as a barometer for me to see how things are going. We're gonna get functional medicine doctors involved and we're gonna get the right team involved. But I need you to relate success with how you're leaving every day. Yeah. And this guy was sleeping. He was going to bed at 2 a.m. every night. He was, you know, sleeping till 11 a.m. Mm. He's texting me this morning at 6 a.m. New York time, 3 a.m. our time. I'm up, by the way. Right. And um, he's saying, I'm up. I went to bed at 10 p.m. Like, think about these, non I call them NSVs, mm. non-scale victories. We have to start paying attention to these non-scale victories. If you focus on these principles, hydration, steps, going in and doing some form of exercise, being around positive people, a good environment. Yes, things like meditation, phenomenal, right? Cold plunges, saunas, whatever you want. If that helps you and it puts you in a great mindset, terrific, right? But um, I think what really changed it for him was 100% up here. It wasn't 80% diet. It wasn't 20% training. Everyone wants to quantum 7% supplementation. Everyone wants to put it on something. It's when he wanted to fix this. When he wanted to fix this and he started looking at his overall wellness journey differently, 
uh, that's when things started changing for him. And that was the consistency, right? 100%. Because you're not scared. You can't quantify this, right? right? He's just following it and they're seeing changes. And again, coming back to feeling, how do you feel, right? How do you feel going to sleep at 10 versus 2 a.m., right? Different person. Waking up, different person. I bet you his brain was working better. He was more focused, more motivated, better mood. And there's other things we have to do. Like, we're going to get to it. Right? He just was, he was undercaloried. His energy was so low because he wasn't eating enough. And he's like, but I have to lose weight. The doctors and I sat down with him. Dr. Dwayne Jackson's helping us out right now. And Dr. Jackson said, and I'm allowed to talk about this, no, you're not putting enough gas in the car. And that's why we can't get our steps. You're exhausted. Now he's waking up earlier. Now he's getting more steps. Now he's getting tired earlier. Now mm. he's able to get... This stuff takes time. I mean, this is, we've, we've done this in five months. Most people aren't going to be that patient. Most people are going to want to be cured or fixed in five months. And this is, this is going to be a journey. This is going to take time. But his mind's in a good place. And right now, that's what he's paying attention to. So I couldn't be happier. Fantastic, man. And congrats on that success story, Thanks, man. man. I'm sure that's that one of 40,000. But, <laughs> but, but really, really excited to hear Thank that. So, we, so now I'm understanding a lot of people are going to view this and they're going to go, Okay, I got my new program routine coming up right here in January, but guess what? It's going to be how I feel. Forget about what they said in this magazine or Vogue or this or that. This is exactly what I'm going to follow, and it's going to be based on how I feel and all of those victories that are not quantifiable. Get drinking more water, mm-hmm. going to sleep at a better time, right? Mm-hmm. Working out, uh, whatever program feels good for you and your body. Remember, we were just talking off air. I'm getting back to working out because I got inspired by you because you Thank were coming you. on the show. I just did. I was right in front of the TV. I put on YouTube. I brought in some weights, the kettlebell and a mace bell. It took me 30 minutes and I didn't tire out. I felt it though. I was like, I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired, but I don't want to, I know I'm starting something up again. I'm going to be sore as heck tomorrow. Yeah. But man, my brain feels good today. Yeah. It, it I was so it. good. It's part of my survival. It sounds a little dramatic, but I, I need to do something. Yeah. Right. It's it, when I'm traveling, if I get off a plane, I need to move. Movement, you know, cures so much. I mean, mentally, yeah. it's like, it's, 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 you know, it's my savior. So, you know, it's one of those things where y- you got to earn that in time, right? Like, it's not something where I'm expecting anyone just to see this and say, oh, I'm going to pick up exercise and, oh, tomorrow it's just going to, like meditation. Like I, I was on um, social media, I'm watching you meditate with people and talking about that's in this position here. Like, that's something I've always struggled with. Yeah. My mind, my mind, it, it wanders. And I'm, I'm not one of these people that if I'm, if I come off a phone call, I'm like, oh, it's time to meditate. And that phone call doesn't go my way. I'm able to just flick that switch. Mm. Now, if I practice more and I do it more, I'm sure in time, that's something that's earned. But, you know, it's, it's, it's hard for me. So I don't want everyone yeah. to think that everything I do in the health and wellness world is, is easy. These things have to be worked on over time. So, so uh, you know, I was talking to our mutual friend, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. Oh, and she was tell- telling me a little bit about um, y- your background. You had to overcome some stuff to really build that consistency yeah. and resiliency and now give it to people, give that gift to people. Yeah. Which is why I believe that things happen in life for perfect reasons for your life purpose. Oh my God. But, but how, what, how was it? What things did you have to overcome in your oh life man, that so led you here? It was a long time ago. I mean, I was in second grade. I had a terrible stuttering problem. I, I had a bad hearing problem and I had to go in for surgery. And I remember being in the second grade and just, I mean, at the time they would put you in this class with five kids. So you're walking out of this class with five, you know, four other kids and they're all the normal kids working, walking out of class. And today they would never do that, right? Because they understand the amount of fun you get made of. And it sounds so archaic and ridiculous, but 
I mean, now I'm like, oh my God, that was one of the turning points in my life back in second grade. Yeah. If you told me right now to go about all the days I would come home crying to my mom or talking to my mom and she's like, you're, you're going to be so good at things one day. I get actually a little choked up talking about it, but um, I would never go change that now. Like if, if I change that, if I was able to go back and change that, I don't know where I'm sitting. Mm-hmm. You know, am I, work, am I working in an office somewhere? Am I, am I not doing what I'm doing? I feel like to overcome that stuff, it's really how I... Um, gain the ability to be able to communicate with people. Mm. I worked for my family in the catering business at a young age. So I was cleaning toilets and sweeping floors and doing all these things, very blue collar. And that to me was something that at the time, I'm like, oh, this is terrible, right? But looking back on now, I would never want to change that. That's what's molded me to be able to do what I do today. And then having that love for sport, right? Understanding that that was something that allowed me to feel significant. My body was something that gave me confidence. And man, when you're a person who's not confident, you find something that gives you confidence you're going to run in that direction and mm-hmm. you know you're going to become somewhat of an extremist to a point where at a young age man it's was it a little overboard sure like did i know how to relax no it's like because you you're you're going in one direction and you're getting so much validation and so many people are recognizing what you're doing it makes you feel good you're going to keep doing it um so yeah that was really you know going back to a young age is what kind of molded me and grew me to go in this direction and then you know, graduating college, I played Division One college baseball. I thought I was going to go on to do something there. That didn't work out. And then it's like, what do you do? This was 1999. I didn't know, like, oh, they're trainers. Mm-hmm. I'm having a conversation with my mom. She's like, aren't there these coaches? And I'm like, yeah, but they don't make money. And right, I'm like, I'm right. a young kid. I'm 21 years old. And she gave me the best advice that I'll ever receive from anyone. She's like, don't worry about the money. Just do what you love. You're going to figure it out. And it just something was like this instantaneous switch. I got a resume together. I put a suit on the next day. I got in my truck. I drove around Manhattan. At the time, I didn't know north, south, east from west. I just would <laughs> see a gym. There was no Google. I'm right. not setting up. I'm like, oh, Crunch? I pull over. Oh, what's this place? Equinox? I pull over. Oh, New York Sport Club? I pull over. Yeah. Um, all these different spots. And I got hired at a bunch of them. And I chose one of the big box gyms. And I went in there without a training certification. And they trained me up. I spent a year there other valuable lessons because I saw it get bought by a corporation. So I saw specific things change instantaneously. And I just didn't even realize it at that age, but I was just going in and working as hard as I can, training as many hours as possible and taking as many courses as possible. And then you just get better at it and better at it. You get around people and you use these skills that you develop at a young age and you're not annoying people all the time. They're like, oh, I like you. I'm going to come back. And then they refer this one. And yeah. you know, then I met Hugh Jackman back in uh, 15 years ago, the actor. And he was getting ready for a movie called Wolverine in Australia. Mm-hmm. And um, he asked to work with me. He was working with a buddy of mine who um, at the time I didn't realize was leaving. I, he was working out of my club independently. And he was like, yeah, I want to work with you. I'm like, you're working with my friend Rico. I almost felt like it was someone hit, right, you right, know, right, like, right. I'm married. He's like, no, no, you don't understand. And then Rico was like, no, 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 Don, you don't understand. I'm, I'm, I'm having triplets. I'm leaving. My buddy Rico Wesley was a tremendous coach. Um, and um, he ended up leaving and I ended up taking Hugh and working with Hugh for a year. And there was no social media. There was no, you know, marketing. I was like, no, we're not marketing. Are you crazy? Like, Hugh, like, we got to get you ready for this movie. I don't want you to feel like that. That's why I'm doing it. So I was in the complete different direction to the point where I almost seemed abnormal. Like, I wouldn't take a picture. I wouldn't do anything. Right, right, Just because right. I'm like, dude, we got to make this about you. And then at that point, he, then the referrals started coming in. And then I, I probably, there's probably a handful of people on the planet that have trained as many celebs as I have at getting them ready for the movie roles mm-hmm. and some that are out here. My buddy Gunnar Peterson who moved to Tennessee, Ben Bruno over here, a lot of familiar mm-hmm. names, great coaches, great people. 
Uh, but you know, as for the amount of volume that I did, it's pretty tough to keep up with what I did. That's um, amazing, yeah, man. Cool. That's a great story. Thanks. Overcoming yeah. the hardship, mm-hmm. getting your hands dirty, yep. working with the family, knowing work ethic, discipline, right? And hearing that from mom is so powerful because oh, it's yeah. so true. Oh yeah, That's mom wisdom. That's a gem from mom wisdom because she's right. I, I believe it so much. When you're in your purpose, you're trailblazing with your heart, money comes always. You ain't got to worry about it. It's going to be there because people are feeling what you do. Right. Hugh Jackman felt what you did. Yeah. And, and said, hey, listen, I got a guy who's not like the other guys out there or the other women out there. Let's get, here's a referral. It was a big, it was a big uh, turning point in my career. I, I owned a golf fitness training facility. My brother was a professional golfer turned back amateur. So we were working with athletes. And then the next thing you know, you know, it definitely helped that I was on some magazine covers over the last you know, two <laughs> yeah, decades. And But combining those worlds of performance physique is something I really leaned on. I understood people want to look a certain way, but they have to move a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I really, it was at a time where like the bodybuilders were in one section and the strength and conditioning coaches were in the other section. None of them, they kind of got along. Right. Well, that's stupid what they're doing and that's stupid what they're doing. Right. And I'm like, well, wait a second. We're not going to be world-class in any... Um, you, you know, doing both, but we can get really good at it, at, at everything. So when I would work with these celebrities, it was understanding nutrition. How are we going to aesthetically have them look a certain way? But more importantly, internally, how are we going to really clean up the things that are going on? I'm more of a believer, like if the car engine is running really well, like the body will, uh, you know, will end up looking better and good for things sure. will happen for sure. Where in that bodybuilding world, it's more about appearance and it's more about getting on stage and aesthetically looking good from all these different angles. I'm going to see it at the end of the week. I'm going to be at the Olympia and it's just a much different approach. But these superheroes, the, the, the superheroes that I worked with, male and female, it sounds like a, a funny way to coin it. They really had to be great at everything. They were doing their own stunts. They have to have this level of resiliency over their body. You know, Ryan Reynolds is going off to, you know, overseas for months. Time zone is going to change. He's going to be away from his family. Cameras are going to break down on sets. There's going to be stress that's going on. So how do we make sure or, or how do we try to make sure that their body doesn't break down? How do we give them the tools to where they can go away and they can be resilient and they can have this level of... Um, power internally like i want them to consume foods that are powerful because i want them to be powerful mm. and and that's really what i've focused on in my career and mm. it's you know it's been working so interesting we talk about resiliency right mm-hmm. um because a lot of us can you know work out and then say i'm resilient but i think it's more than that like you said the engine has to be strong how do uh, the viewers and listeners like okay listen i'm starting a new routine i'm doing it this year how do we also build resiliency? Because a lot of us have kids at home. Waking up four in the morning, kids are crying, right? Stress at work. Some, the neighbor is a crazy neighbor. Stress in the neighborhood. How do we start building that resiliency? What, what are some... Things? I like long-term investments, right? Which is ironic because I would get the call about getting someone ready in four weeks. Yeah. Which I, to be honest with you, I hate it, by the way. It's like, yeah. so-and-so's got to be ready. And you're like, oh, God. What's going to change? We're going to keep doing what we're doing. You're going to get a tan and cut yeah. out alcohol and you yeah. know, things yeah. are going to tighten up and things are going to be good. But this level of resiliency, I really think that if you're struggling to want it, if you're struggling to stay consistent, take one thing a month, right? Like most people out there, we can find a half a dozen things that we can improve in their life. Big things though, right? Processed foods, sleep, mm-hmm. hydration, movement. Those are four things right there. So if you took one of those four things and in January you focused on just one, that's it. 
like hydration. Like, it's a, like let's focus on hydration. Well, there's other things I have to fix. Just focus on hydration. Right. The next month, I want you to become great at hydration. I want you, whatever you believe in, your half your body weight in ounces of water, whatever it is, get your hydration in. Let's be good at that, and let's, let's allow that to become monotonous. Month number two, start focusing on sleep. Yeah. How many hours do you get in a night? Four. Well, you're not going to get seven tomorrow night. Like, it's pretty tough to be able to just make that change. Some people can, but we may have to practice that and work on that. So let's start waking up. I brought Dr. Rebecca Robbins on. She, she's an amazing uh, sleep expert out of Harvard. We talked about, well, let's start training them to get up earlier. They'll become tired earlier. The sleep patterns are going to change. It's going to take months. I mean, it, I, we've worked with people. It's taken four or five months to correct mm. sleep. I mean, for most people, they're not going to be that patient. But man, you fix sleep and hydration right there. You you know it. I mean, we're. I'm I'm not saying we're ninety percent there, but you're off to the races and you're doing pretty well. Like if, if just from a functionality standpoint, let's talk about a weight loss standpoint, sure, because good things are going to happen there as well. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm more impressed with what's going on internally. We yeah. fix what's going on internally, externally, beautiful things are going to happen. Big time, man. I mean, you know, I mean, just sleep in itself. You're not sleeping. Inflammatory markers up. Hormones all whacked up. The and worst. then we push ourselves to go to the gym and we go, why don't I look good, right? What's and then we happening? do caffeine. And it's like, all right, it's like there's those crutches. and Drink alcohol on the weekends. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, I used, to, I used to enjoy drinking once in a while, years ago. Mm. Finally, it just got to the point where I'm like, this just feels awful. Once in a blue moon, my wife and I might have like an IPA or something. We're on the mountain snowboarding with the kids. We'll yeah. kid, like one or two, like that's it max. But yeah. like I can remove alcohol entirely and not care. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough, especially as you get older. But, but I want everyone viewing and listening to understand. It's very, the way you're doing is simplistic and easy. If you ain't drinking enough water, take January to drink water. Sure. Take February to fix fix the sleep if you if you need to, right? Uh, laughter, you were talking about. You know, open your space, watch funny Huge. movies, connect with your family, connect Huge. with community, o- start opening up yourself to more of that. The emotional standpoint. Um, put that phone down in the evening. Put the phone down. Get man. off the computer in the evening. Get stop exposing yourself to that blue light. Mm-hmm. These are all non-scale victories. It's been a long time since I promoted a coffee because there's not that many good coffee brands. We got one of the best ones now on Heal Thyself. Are you ready to elevate your coffee game? And experience to prove that it's not only delicious, but it's also health focused. Let me introduce you to Purity Coffee. You heard me review them in one of my first ever coffee reviews as one of the best, and then my second ever one as one of the best. And it's one of the best still. It's an ultimate choice for coffee lovers who, who prioritize taste as well as well being. I'm gonna tell you what makes Purity Coffee stand out from the crowd. Every step in their process is rooted in health focused principles backed by solid, scientific, research based, rigorous testing. They use the finest specialty-grade organic Arabica beans and then move on to small batch roasting, ensuring that each cup meets the highest standards of quality. But what really sets Purity Coffee apart from all the other coffee brands is their dedication, is my favorite, is their dedication to purity and safety. Their beans undergo third-party testing to ensure they're free of pesticides, toxins, and harmful mycotoxins, those pesky substances that can wreak havoc on your health, causing issues like liver and kidney damage, digestive problems, brain fog, and fatigue. Purity Coffee also has some of the highest antioxidant capacity. And this is important because we have to understand coffee is actually really good for us when we're getting quality coffee. And the reason it's good for us and ensures so many benefits, especially heart health, is because of its antioxidant capacity. Purity has one of the highest antioxidants that you're going to find in coffee, giving you a powerful dose of healthy boosting compounds with every sip. 
Purity Coffee is grown on regenerative organic farms that prioritize soil health, animal welfare, and community well-being. They have certifications by USDA Organic, Rainforest Alliance, and Smithsonian Bird Friendly. You can also trust Purity Coffee is not only good for you, but also good for the planet. They have a range of roasts from their light medium roast with sweet fruity notes and their dark roast with rich bold taste. So to try out one of my favorite coffees in existence and one that I recommend to everyone still to this day, I've been doing it for years, is Purity Coffee. Go to puritycoffee.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your first purchase. That is P-U-R-I-T-Y-C-O-F-F-E-E.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your order. You know, living a long life is great. It is. We all want to live longer. But what's even better is living those years in good health, right? Free of the chronic diseases and the ailments. Unfortunately for many, the gap between lifespan and health span is way too wide. And we spent our last years ill, not enjoying our life to the fullest. And that's why I'm always into research-based products, quality supplements that are coming out to you, the highest, the best of the best, some of the best rigorously tested supplements. And one of my favorite companies across the board is Momentus. And they have two that I use every single day, creatine and collagen. These are the two powerhouses at work. I've been open that I've been working out more four times a week. I'm lifting heavy weights. And these are staples. And, I, and not just me. I think everyone should be out working out, building muscle. Staples to muscle repair and muscle growth. But what sets Momentus apart from the rest is its clinically researched formulas. For the collagen, it delivers 15 grams of collagen, supporting your body in various ways. And it's not just one type of collagen, it's all the types of collagen, right? A lot of companies just have one type of collagen. You want all the types of your body's absorbing and utilizing this collagen the way you desire the body to use it. But boy, oh boy, the gold standard for working out, if you're not on this, you don't even have to be working out. You can use it for your brain. It's creatine. Momentous creatine is fantastic. There's no fillers, no additive, pure, effective ingredients you can trust. Trust is everything when it comes to supplements. Momentous third-party test. There's no surprises. What you see on the package is what you get. So if you're like me, you want to feel your body with the best of the best, go to livemomentous.com and use the code DRG for 15% off of creatine and collagen and all their top-notch products. That is L-I-V-E-M-O-M-E-N-T-O-U-S.com with the code DRG for your discount. These are all things that all you're going to quantify this through. Yeah, you can go in for blood work later on, and hopefully those things improve from all these things that we're talking about, which they probably could. But, um, you know, I think when you start eliminating that, you start relating your success with a feeling. I think beautiful things start happening. Mm. That's what we want. So, uh, again, I bring, this is the third time I'm bringing up Gabrielle. She talks a lot about muscle. Yes. The importance of having muscle. Yes. Keeping young with muscle. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you feel... That is so true, especially in in your body of work. 100%. Keeps you young. 100%. I just think that we relate muscle sometimes to this negative, you know, it's this negative view. It's this, whoa, muscle. Yeah, I'm gonna be, I don't wanna be in there. Like, it's functional. It's, 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 we want you to be resilient. Muscle is body armor. Like I look at like my, my grandma who passed away in her mid eighties, she had a bad fall and she landed on her elbow and her elbow shattered and they went in for surgery and they put her under the needle and she was knocked out for double the time and she woke up out of it and she Mm. wasn't always normal. But when they were putting her back together, um, she didn't have that structure. She didn't have that level of resiliency. I'm working with someone in their 80s and 90s. I want them strong. Yeah, do I want them squatting? Yes, they got to sit on a toilet every day. You better know how to squat, right? Fine, I'm not putting a bar on their back. It might be a bodyweight squat. It might be a goblet squat, mm-hmm. right? But muscle for me is, it's body armor. It's how we help speed our metabolism up. Dr. Gabriella has spoken plenty mm-hmm. about how, in a, in a way, it's a form of anti-aging. It really mm-hmm. it really is how she's breaking it down. And um, I think, but I think when we talk about muscle, it's like carbs. Carbs are bad. 
muscle is bad. I'm like, well, there's good carbs and bad carbs. And there's good ways to carry muscle and there's bad ways to carry muscle. Like I want people to be able to move. Mm-hmm. I want them to have that level of resiliency. I want them to have that mobility, which is the combination of flexibility and stability, mm-hmm. right? That to me is powerful. We can have muscle on someone's body. That's a pretty powerful thing, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, that's, I'm all for it, man. Right. I got my own little resolution 2023. I'm gonna look like you in a year. Yo, man, you got a good coach over here, <laughs> man. Come coach, on, hit me I up. I know, I know. I got a good coach, that's true. Okay, so a lot of women, they, they go like this. Okay, I'm gonna start working out, but I'm not touching the weights. Yeah. Because because I don't wanna I don't wanna get big. I don't wanna get big arms, I don't wanna get big shoulders. How it, how do you talk to clients who come in there and say that same exact thing? Because I know you got it before. Oh, I used to get it a lot. You know, it's funny. I don't get it that much anymore. I think when people come in to see me now, they're like, I trust you, whatever you, whatever you say, right. which, is, which is a nice thing to, to earn. But um, resistance training can be in so many different forms. You were talking about steel maces earlier, kettlebells, cables, bands, dumbbells, barbells, just resistance. It's, it's, um, we want to create that resistance. So if you're someone who's afraid of weight training, Throw a little bit of it in. You're you're not gonna get you're not gonna get bigger from it unless your calories are out of whack, unless you're consuming a lot of alcohol. Um, if you're in this caloric surplus, yes, I don't care. You could be doing yoga. If you're in a caloric surplus, you're probably gonna gain weight, right? Like if you're consuming more calories and you're burning, yeah, there might be a problem if the goal is weight loss. But I also see that a lot of people are undernourishing themselves and they're starving themselves. And if I have a woman that comes into me and she's like, "Well, I'm eating 1,200 calories a day." but I'm not losing weight, what are you going to do? Like, we're not going to keep decreasing calories. Energy is going to drop in time. I might take a reverse dieting approach. We might try and get them to do some resistance training. I might try to have their sessions end in 20 to 30 minutes. Let's get in. Let's get out. Let's not kill you. Let's just allow consistency to trump intensity. Let's like how we feel. Let's leave our sessions with a high level of energy. Mm -hmm. And let's rely on our nutrition to really help, you know, power us. Yeah. And then let's start focusing on sleep and stuff down the road. But um, resistance training is something you got to find that trigger. That's what coaching's about. You got to figure out what am I going to say or how am I going to design a program to where someone's going to enjoy and they're going to love doing it. And that's even when I'm selling my programs online, there's express workouts. I don't care. If you want to do a workout that's 25 minutes, do a 25-minute workout. You might even get in better shape. I've seen people do shorter workouts and they get in way better shape. I've seen people go to four days a week of training from six days and they get stronger and they get in better shape. It's not about how much you're doing. It's about how you're doing it. Yeah, and certain things work differently for certain yeah. people, uh-huh. right? Like some people really need to go consistently and and an hour all the days of the week, you know? I That never worked for me. When I was in the best shape of my life, it was like four times a week, 45 minutes, and I was like, I was good, man. You know, I was doing athletic stuff at night or playing. Yeah, you were active sport. though. You Just were staying active, active right. which is the key: the walking, the moving, the, the running. You know, whatever it is, the sports. Um, I think at the very least, if, if you're not doing it, start with two to three days a week, Matt. Two to three days a week. Two to three days a week, no more than thirty minutes. Get in there get out. If you're feeling great on a specific day, don't throw in frivolous work to just for the sake of doing it, which mm-hmm. is a big mistake because then we get too sore, then we burn ourselves out, then the next day we wake up and we're losing motivation yeah. and that we got to be careful about. So leave the session hungry. Mm-hmm. Leave the session saying, I could keep going, but the program says this and I'm going to 
go eat a good meal and I'm going to get some rest and I'm going to laugh and be with my family, yeah. whatever it is. And then, you know what? Hopefully tomorrow I can do something active as well. And we, we take that approach, then you build that level of consistency. Yeah. It's too simple. It really sounds so simple, but I think we're making it way more complicated than we need to. But, but I, love, I love because it got really complicated for many years. Yes. So now it, it's like hitting the other way and it's like, hold on, hold on, wait, let's get back to, it's the same thing in medicine. It's the same thing I'm talking about. It's like, okay, now we got too crazy with all these fancy stuff. Let's just go back to this basics where you need to like be consistent. Right. You take a food as medicine approach, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what I've, I've gathered out mm-hmm. of, your, of mm-hmm. all your content, yeah, it's, which it's I think so is so important. therapeutic for so people. Important. What does your plate look like then? What does what is, what is the infamous Don's plate look like? I have my protein, I have my vegetable, and I have my slow burning carbohydrate. So, okay, what's a slow burning? Um, I'd say like sweet potato, quinoa. I just came from Creations. I got their black rice, which was de- mm. delicious. I mean, I don't, I don't get that a lot, but um, when I have an opportunity to get different types of food, different types of micronutrients, and I'm trying to, like, I won't go, if, if the restaurant has legitimately wild salmon, like mm. I'll, it's legit, like I'll order it. Like I, I won't order chicken or something that, but I, I really feel like nu- nutrition is individualistic. You have to do, whether you're vegan or vegetarian or my daughter's uh, pescatarian, she's 15, I support it. It's just how do we give her the best tools possible to enjoy her food, chew her food, you know, try and get some uh, variety out of that. And she's healthy and she loves what she's doing. So mm. I completely support you know, all types of nutrition. I'm, just, I'm here to give as much good information as possible. Mm. Okay, gotcha. Let me ask you a question then. Yeah. Got me thinking then. Yeah. I, your plate looks great. But what are the top three things then that are really doing the opposite? What are the top three foods or, or substances that are destroying People? our physique, our health? Are everything for I, you and what I, you've seen? Oh, oh for, for me personally? For what you've seen on oh, all for, for what I've seen. I think alcohol is one of the worst things that we can put in our body. And, and I understand people like to do things in moderation and make yeah. themselves feel better about themselves. But, I mean, it's probably one of the worst drugs out there. And everyone's, you know, consuming it and doing it. And, and you know, oh, it's only a drink or it's wine. I don't care if it's gluten-free. I don't care if it's clear or brown. Like, it's alcohol. It's toxic. Mm-hmm. If you're going to drink once in a blue moon, I'm, I'm not worried about you getting fat. I'm not worried about the calories. I'm worried about what it's doing to you hormonally. I'm worried about what's doing to your sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, what's it going to do to your behavior in the next couple of days? Do you have depressive, te- uh, uh, do you have depression? Uh, do you have specific tendencies? Because that'll get magnified when you're drinking. And um, do you have anxiety? Certain things like that are really going to be exposed. So I think alcohol is one of the biggest killers. And, um, you know, processed foods, I, I think, is something that, you know, mm-hmm. it's in everyone's face. I think people get a little bit lazy. I'm not expecting everyone to meal prep or eat the foods that I eat all the time. But I think we need to make better decisions. And I think if you're going to veer off that, that path, do it occasionally yeah. and enjoy it. Like if I'm going to go have pizza, I'm not having some garbage type of pizza. I'm going to a special place. Yeah. Like if I go to an Italian restaurant during the holidays with my wife and kids, I'm going to go enjoy. And if yeah. I feel like having pasta, I'm going to have pasta. But I do all the right things 99% of the time, which allows me at those times to say, this is a special occasion. I'm going to enjoy it. Now, if I did that two or three nights in a row, I would feel awful. Yeah. Mentally and physically. So I'm not doing it because someone's holding a gun to my head. When people say live a little bit, I'm living a lot. I enjoy the way I live. I enjoy the way I wake up and I feel every day. But I also enjoy when I go out and I have a splurge, it's very meaningful. Yeah. It's something that I love and it's, it's always good because I'm, you know, I'm not taking uh, gambles. I'm <laughs> going to a place that's, you know, well, I don't know how the pasta is yeah, here, so I'm yeah, just going to yeah. have it. You know, you know where you're going and you're with yeah. your family. It's, it's, yeah. a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing, right? Yeah. Because a lot of us, 
can really get ourselves down if we are on a quote-unquote diet, Yeah. right, uh, versus just eating healthy. If yep. we're on a diet and then we have one splurge meal. But I always tell people, like, think about how many meals you eat in a week, right? Yeah. Let's say 28. Yeah. Okay, what if one meal is, is not yeah, as Four meals a day, plus? seven days a week, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so we think about these things and Perfect. it's like, you know, 21, 28 meals, and then it's like one meal isn't going to kill your metabolism. No, but, but we get on ourselves. A hundred percent. And if you're someone who's not hardly eating, right? It's it's. I think maintaining blood sugar level is very important. Like if you're one of these people out there in the evening, oh, I'm eating so well during the day, but I'm always craving junk. You might be undernourished. Your blood sugar level might not be maintained. Let's front load with some better calories. If I was to sit here and cook for someone all day, they probably wouldn't be craving anything mm-hmm. crappy because they're going to be satiated. So I think that's something that's overlooked because people relate the word calorie as like some negative, you know, there's some negative affiliation with cal- calories are energy. That's our, that's our gasoline. Mm. We just got to make sure we're consuming good calories. And if we're getting the right amount of calories, then you're not going to be craving all this garbage that you're diving into and eating. So, you know, there's so many things. We have something that my wife and I, w- w- with our kids, when our kids were really young, we have a, a holiday that we created called Christmas Eve Eve. <laughs> my kids were like five and four. So yeah, I was like, yeah. this is Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah. It's the 23rd. And, you know, we would take them into the city and we'd always hit up an awesome restaurant. When I go, I'll, I'll eat whatever I want to eat. Sure. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy it. But the next day I wake up and it's like, okay, like, I want to get back to it. Mm. I enjoy feeling a certain way from the nutrition mm. I'm putting into my body. That's beautiful. That's be- and, and it's encouraging, right? Because right. a lot of us can, man, it's like living within these limits, especially di- with diet culture, can drive you crazy. Oh, it's nice. And we talk about things like orthorexia where we're just like, oh my God, I can't even, I can't even put one more teaspoon of salt in my food because I'm going to just get fat like, right. or, or get sick or my heart. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's a, it, you know, so... And, and a lot of it is perpetuated through the way that we put things out for people, right? On the internet, on magazines. So what a breath of fresh air to hear oh, you thanks. say like, okay, let's take it simple, take it easy, work with the psychology, you know, follow what's good for you, follow your feeling. Right. And then we go, we go, go on and And go not if, it. when you veer off. Because no one's ever been perfect at this stuff. Like, yeah. No one's ever gone through a lifetime without eating anything bad or right. missing a workout or... Right coming in with a lower intensity, when you veer off, look at that as part of the program. I'm just trying to see over this next year, can we get you to improve, mm. right? If it's, if it's 28 meals a week and 21 of them a week are normally terrible and we get you to 14, like I'm, we're, we're in the right direction. Let's, those non-scale victories, those little wins, let's keep winning. Let's keep mm. feeling, wow, I'm starting to feel better from this, yeah. Let's, let's, let, let, let's keep it going. And that's what I'm really looking for. It's easy to hand someone your A program, mm. right? But if I was to do that all the time, my success rate would be low. Yeah. I take my time with these investments. We try and change people's way of thinking and their approach to all this and start getting a good feeling out of this. And when you start getting a good feeling out of this, when this stops feeling like a job, and this starts feeling like, wow, this is this is fun. This is life. I like like you. You came in here after training today, and you felt great. Yeah, you could see it on your face. You're like, yeah. man, I felt good today, right? Good. Might be a little sore tomorrow, but felt like, good. but that's okay, yeah. right? And you knew when to say when. But that's what we want to find for, for and, people. And what I enjoy, I mean, is if you can be outside, if if not, if you're on the East Coast in the summer yep. or something. But you know, I did half my workout outside. In yeah, the sun. Awesome. That's awesome. You know, my dog's running around while I'm slamming the medicine ball and sitting yeah. the ground barking at me, you know, trying to play. That's California for you, but man. I can't do that right? in New York you can't all the time. Do that. Right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But, but I always say, like, making things interesting. Because for me, 
I can't just be indoors right. just doing the same. Oh my God, I remember in, in, when was it? In college, we had like this workout. Uh, the workout room was like, it was like a basement. Yeah. It was so depressing. depressing. <laughs> and imagine going there, imagine getting your, your butt out of the dorm room to walk all the way on the other side of the campus, you know, 15 minute walk, freezing cold, and then going into a basement where it's like, yeah, you, you need the, it's the environment you too. Need the energy, you, know? you need the energy. You need the energy. Right? You need everything. You need to look forward, like you said, make a ritual out of it. Make like, this is part of your day. Like I'm ready to work out. It's exciting, you know? One of the things that I remember when I was um, leasing my first space um, out of all my clubs, um, it was natural light. Like the two things that I wanted was high ceilings and I wanted natural light because when you go in and you feel that, that yeah. dungeon-y feeling, for a lot of people, it doesn't work. Um, I opened a new place in my backyard. I opened a 2,000 square foot gym in my backyard. I built it. It's like a house. It's called the barn. And we have these beautiful glass sliding doors and you can take the workout outside and 28 foot high ceilings. And in the, your backyard? It's my backyard. Oh, Anytime wow. you're in New York, you're going to come work with me. Oh, We're going to have a good time. Oh, please, man. Yeah. Uh, this sounds, what else? Do, do, let me picture. We're not done vision. We have the glass doors, <laughs> high ceilings. So, you know, nice, nice big fan, music. Like mm. Everything's indoor, outdoor. I'm putting a turf down outside. I've got a little jungle gym outside. So you can literally, you got a little playground that you can move around to. But having that type of atmosphere, you know, I remember September last year, you know, fall's approaching and the sun's going down. I have some friends over and we're getting like an evening workout. We're getting like a double session. And I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. And when you create an environment like that, when you're with people that, you know, you love or you care about, you're working out with, um, it makes it even better, right? So your environment is so, it, it's so big. How important is it to have maybe a workout partner or someone holding you accountable? Um, for most people, it's very important. Um, I, I've had some great training partners over the years. I'm one of my best friends I've been training with, uh, his name's Tone, I've been training with for uh, 19 years. He's gonna be 61 years old, in incredible shape. You know, I wish I looked like him. His body's, it's, it's, it's out of control. But, you know, he said something to me a long time ago, and I said it early on. I said, this is part of my survival. This is what allows him to, you know, be able to be productive with life. and. We push each other. We don't talk a lot during the workout. We just go into the session and we look at each other and we know if the weight's going up or not. And, uh. um, on the other hand, my, you know, I have other training partners that you know we're a little bit more vocal. But everyone's got something in common. This is not a hobby. This is every person I train with. This is part of their lifestyle. I see. There is no. I I, I couldn't tell you on one hand how many people have canceled coming to a session over the last five years. Mm. Think about that. I, I can name five workout partners. They probably, and if they've canceled, it's like family emergencies. Like, oh my God, something happened with my son. Right. Something major. I got a flat tire on the LIE. Like something, right. something serious happened. And, um, but it, it's that attitude, you know, and that's because this is not, oh, we're going to work out today and have fun. This is, they understand the importance for them mentally. And they all have world-class physiques. They couldn't tell you how big their biceps are. They couldn't tell you where their body fat's at. They are more chasing a feeling. Chasing the and, feeling. And that's what we all have in common. We're in there together. If we're having a bad day, we know within that next hour, we're going to leave there feeling differently. That is the power that I felt like as a coach that I had over all my clients coming in. That mm. was the one thing I could control. You take the knowledge, you take the, the caring aspect of it. But when I see someone walk in, I would know within seconds, where is their frame of mind? Really? This person's walking in, it's like, oh boy. We got our work cut out for us today. And they would just be able, I'd be able to adapt and I'd be able to allow them leaving that session an hour later, 
you know, in a, in a, in a different place mentally. They would go from looking at you as a luxury to now a necessity. Mm-hmm. And in the training industry, that's really, for me, that was important. Like, I wanted people to feel that. For sure, for sure, man. That's one of the, the best medications, quote unquote, for your mental health. You feel like crap, go do a movement exercise, go work out, you come out, you will be shining. 100%. It's, it is like, yeah. It's like magic. <laughs> There's not too many things in life that you can have that type of control yeah. over, right? I mean, we unfortunately, we try to control our health, but stuff happens sometimes. You know, it's unfortunate. I'm sure you've had family yeah, members yeah. or friends that have gotten sick that have taken mm-hmm. care of themselves. You know, we don't know what's happening in our government. We don't know what's happening, you know, in our world and, you know, everything going on overseas, all this crazy stuff. But the one thing I feel like we can really control is movement yeah. and how we treat ourselves, and even coming down to eliminating this toxic behavior around us, right? Like you've got to, you got to cut people off that are bringing your energy down all the time. It's it's tough sometimes because you you have to surround yourself with people that are going to uplift you. You yeah. can't go through life. And it's one thing if a family member gets sick or is in trouble, and you've got to be there to help them out. But you know, I think people listening understand. You do you have a couple of negative people in your life that you just. You know, if you don't need them around, it sounds terrible. Like you gotta, you gotta have a conversation with them at least and say, listen, I, I can't, I'm here to help you, but I can't, yeah. you know, I can't every day, you know, you're bringing me down, your energy's bringing me down. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's a tough conversation to have. Especially when it's someone who you live with or someone you're in close quarters yeah. with or even at working with. But that's so important because like you said, that is the mind-body. The mind-body is one thing, right. right? Your mental health is messed up. Your physical health is going to suffer always. Clean your side of the street. It's a lot Clean of me. Your Clean your side, side of the street. One of my Clean favorite lines. Street. I love that. One of my man. favorite lines. So let, let us know. What what are you doing? I know you're doing you got your hand and everything. Yeah. So people who want to work with you, you have you have group stuff. How, yeah. how, how do we find you? So I thank you. So uh, donsaldino.com. Um, I created this online community, which is incredible. It's my way to be able to coach people. And um, so you can join my online community and do it month by month and be a part of it. But I will answer questions five mornings a week. I will be calling your name out. It, it, it is a community and that's awesome. And then, yeah, I sell you know programs online and I do specific things and they're brands that I work with and I'm really passionate about. There's a, a new food service company that I became partners in. I took a board seat. I'm really excited because our mission is really important and we're you know really doing good things with food and food is medicine and yeah, yeah. it's delicious, which I think is important. So, and that's called Daily Dose. Uh, daily dose lifestyles. So um, yeah, a lot of a lot of branding, a lot of business, and focused on my two kids. My daughter Amelia is fifteen. My son Donnie is fourteen. My wife Melissa is my business partner and my best friend. She's the best. She's helped our business do you know some incredible things from a scalability standpoint. Getting in touch with more people, yeah. and helping more people. If it wasn't for her, you know, I, you know, I don't know what I'd be doing. You know, I, I really ran a brick and mortar facility for fifteen years. So when you're in that all the time, putting out fires, it's it's tough to focus on this aspect of business, which mm-hmm. now I have the freedom to be able to do. So this has been great. And you put in your heart and the yeah. love and the work yeah. and and we feel it. I feel it. So Thanks, what an honor to have you here, man. And Thank you. really talking about your passion. I, I try to get people on the show who are really in their in their passion, in their purpose. Right. Uh, and some, yeah, you feel it. Some, yeah, I, I think I do. Man, it's coming out of you. No, I mean, well, it's the first thing I saw out of you when you walked in too, and I've been watching your stuff enough online to tell. It's like you've got, even when you, when you're, you get into this preach mode, which I, which I love. I love when you start preaching and yeah, rapping yeah, yeah, and doing yeah, yeah. that stuff. But that, that, that comes from inside. And I feel like people who are great at what they do, this is not a job for me. 
Yeah. This is not like, oh, well, I'm doing this because it's a paycheck. Like, I didn't get involved as a trainer early on because I thought I was going to become a billionaire. I got involved because I love to make a difference. I love to help people. I love leading a session and seeing someone happy. And that was my business plan for the last 25 years. Mm -hmm. And that's my business plan moving forward. You start surrounding yourself with a team and you do things that, more, that are more scalable and you realize you can help more people. But at the end of the day, the goal is just to change lives. And that's what I'm doing. Exactly, trying to do. Man. That's what you're doing. The man, the myth, the legend, Don uh, Saldino is here. Such an honor. I'm going to get an autograph Baby, after no, everybody. I want to pick. I want to pick. I want to pick. Dude, you're the best. Man. All this right, is brother. So thank you. Thank Until you. Until next time. Thank you. All right, so happy new year. We made it. We made it to 2023. And what a life it has been, especially the past three to four years. Listen, I feel you. I know how hard it's been. I'm with you. A lot of us have struggled over the years on different levels too. But certainly a lot of us just don't feel good physically and mentally. And I know this because you DM me all the time and you write emails and I know how it looks. But I'm really optimistic about this year. There's a transformation I know that's been happening for quite a while. It's, for me, peaked around 2020, but a lot of us are really transforming our mental health, our physical health. So this year, I foresee a very, very powerful, powerful year for all of you. So when it comes to this year, it's going to be really important at building small habits that are going to change your life, right? And I, and I know it. Like, it's hard to hold the habits. Uh, but these habits are going to be really, really powerful, not only for you, but your loved ones, your family, your children, if you have them. This is going to be the things that create monumental change. And this is how I integrate it into the top five. Now, the top five is going to be things that are free, free interventions for 2023. This is so important to know because a lot of us are on a tight budget and we don't want to spend more money on our health. And you don't have to. You just got to be doing the fundamental things. We want to make your life easier here at Heal Thyself, right? So you can heal yourself. So, the only thing you'll be spending is your time and some brain energy. But once you get in the groove, man, you'll start feeling better, I'm telling you, okay? So here are my top five free interventions for 2023, starting with number five, movement. There's no surprise here. The more you move, the healthier you feel. We know a sedentary lifestyle is detrimental to health, right? We call it the silent killer, right? And, and if exercise can be bottled into a pill, and the pharmaceutical industry can patent it, it would be the most powerful medication out there. It's incredible what exercise does. And you know what's even better? We can do it. We can do it every day. We can move. We can bring that healthy regimen to our health overall. Don just spoke a little bit about really having your mentality, your brain. What is your psychology behind exercise and exercise routine to keep it maintained? But exercise is incredible. Helps your brain. Helps your mood helps your body and brain regulate better overall, especially when you're feeling stressed. You also feel good when you're working out. How many of you just like went to the gym and just goes, oh, this is what I was missing. I just needed to work out. That's because it's, it's really shooting out all of those good feeling endorphins in the body. And it's everything for brain health. You're increasing your blood flow to your brain. You're increasing BDNF. Remember that show that I was talking about, brain-derived neurotropic factor? This is the chemical that is creating new nerve growth in the brain for better learning, better memory, better focus, right? And we also know it reduces the risk of brain disease. It reduces inflammation, reduces pain, increases blood flow to the organs, to the muscles, increasing more nutrients, right? healthier body overall, increasing lymphatic flow. We know this is important, right? Lymphatic system doesn't have a pump like the heart, which helps the circulatory system. 
the way the lymphatics flow is through your muscles, right? Through the movement of muscles that's pushing out lymphatic flow. So very important is moving the lymph because that's for detoxification, cleaning out all of those debris, right? That's the garbage sewage system of the body. You're also going to balance your blood sugar, your insulin levels. It's going to stimulate metabolism, better overall respiratory health, more oxygen to the body. As you get more oxygen to the body, the body's running more efficiently. Better heart rate variability, the marker for stress, right? If you have any of those uh, rings or bracelets, you're going to see what your heart rate variability is, and it's going to be improving the more you work out. We had one of my friends, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. We mentioned her on the guest interview. Muscle health, so important because it's equal to our hormone health. The better muscle health, that's our organ of anti-inflammation. That is a more organ of longevity. That is the organ of just being overall healthy. The better muscle, the more muscle you have, the less fat ratio is going to be so, so important to living longer. We also know it reduces the risk of long-term diseases like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, coronary artery disease, type 2 diabetes. But we also know exercising reduces the risk of many different types of cancers like breast, like colon, and onward. So exercise on average is going to lower your risk from dying from these diseases by 30%. That's unprecedented. That is a pharmaceutical industry's dream, right? And you even have better sex drive and you have better sleep. So how much should we be exercising? Well, according to Don, who was just on the show, he was talking about whatever makes you just feel good and building from there. According to the CDC, 150 minutes a week of moderate intensity physical right, activity, which is aerobic, getting your heart going, sweating. And two days of muscle strengthening activity, there's the anaerobic weight training, resistance training, right? And use that as a guide. But you can also do just a brisk walk, right? Start getting your tracker for your steps and see where you are. You can start running, doing aerobic, moving your body, even getting in the sauna and sweating is going to be really important at getting things moving, right? Every man and woman out there should have some sort of weight training, weight resistance, because again, I do believe, like Gabby is preaching, that the organ of longevity, of health, of hormone balance is your muscle. you got to build that muscle. Now let's chat about something crucial, that is omega-3s. You know I'm all about keeping clean and pure when it comes to products, as well as food on my plate. But when it comes to supplements, right, we have to make sure we have the best of the best. But especially when it comes to omega-3s. And, and I really mean it. Omega-3s are some of the most adulterated supplements that exist out there. And a lot of companies aren't doing it right. We need omega-3s for our heart, for our brain, for our eye health. You might not be getting enough nutritionally. When it comes to Peori, it's a quality brand, not only just with omegas across their whole line. They're extremely transparent. Every batch undergoes rigorous testing against over 200 contaminants, and you could check the results for yourself. And that's one of my favorite things. You can scan the QR code and look at the batch that is right in front of you that is on your shelf or in your counter, and you can see the results for this quality testing. Puri's O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil delivers a potent dose of EPA and DHA without any unnecessary extras. Now, Puri is offering 20% off of their O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil, the one that I take every single morning, and all their fantastic products to you, the Heal Thyself listener. That's 20% off even the already discounted subscription price. I want you to go to Puri.com. Use my promo code DRG, that's P-U-O-R-I dot com slash DRG to take care of your health with some of the best omegas out there by Puri. These days, these days, it seems like everyone is carrying on a beverage, whether it's soda or flavored water, or kombucha or coffee or tea, but not all beverages are created equal when it comes to quality and health benefits. That is why I become obsessed with Peaks Sun Goddess Matcha. I've been using this for, it's one of the first supplements I really invested in. It's four years ago, probably. And 
It's not just any old matcha powder. We're talking organic, ceremonial-grade matcha tea that has been meticulously screened for pesticides, heavy metals, mold, and even radioactive isotopes. Peak takes no shortcuts. Their matcha is cultivated by ninth-degree tea masters in Kagoshima, Japan, using century-old traditions. Their plants are shaded for 35% longer than usual to maximize the production of vital compounds like L-theanine for calm, steady energy and chlorophyll for its detoxifying anti-aging properties. I start every morning with a frothy cup of sun goddess matcha, not just for energizing my body, you know, we all want to get that caffeine kick, yeah, okay, but for the amazing gut health, metabolism boosting, and antioxidant benefits. The phytonutrients nurture my digestive system, the EGCG compounds help my body burn calories efficiently, and the chlorophyll gives my skin the awesome reading. You see I'm glowing right now, right? That's because of the matcha. There's perfectly proportioned packets that are easy to mix with water whenever I need to pick me up, so easy to make a consistent self-care ritual. Peak is offering you, the Heal Thyself listener, 15% off of their sun goddess matcha, plus a free beaker and a rechargeable frother when you go to peaklife.com slash DRG. They're so confident that you're going to love it. There's even a 30-day money-back guarantee. No code at checkout. Just go to P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E.com slash DRG. You're going to get 15% off plus all those freebies. So how much do we need to be working out? According to the CDC, they say 150 minutes a week which could be 20 minutes a day or just about three hours a week, but of moderate intensity physical activity. That's aerobic, getting your heart going, sweating, right? Getting that breathing, that fast breathing going. That is really important, but also anaerobic. Two days of muscle strengthening activity. And this is really important because I really do believe a lot of the work of Dr. Gabrielle Lyons saying that muscle strength, building the muscles, is really important for longevity and just overall hormone balance. But whatever works for you, if you can even start doing a brisk walk, right, getting your tracker for your steps, running, aerobic, sweating, even getting in a sauna is going to be really important. But again, you really want to make sure your muscle-to-fat ratio is at an optimal balance, especially as you're reaching 30, 35, and definitely by 40, because that's setting the tone for the rest of your life. So number four, anti-inflammatory foods and hydration. I said this is going to be free, but you're going to be eating as part of your life anyway, right? So spending and using your money to foods that are going to have a lot of bang for the buck. So again, avoiding, we know what to avoid by now. All of those inflammatory foods, simple carbohydrates, packaged foods, foods that are using canola oil, safflower, sunflower oil, those soy oil, corn, canola, all those nasty, nasty oils that are really causing a lot of issues for us, high sugar, right? And all the things that are just stripping the fiber, stripping the nutrients. You know what I'm talking about, right in the middle of the supermarket and not on the outside or the periphery, okay? So we already know about avoiding, but what should we be putting in our body? So your diet is what works for you, right? But on average, you got to make sure you're getting in veggies and fruits per day. Listen, this might be the opposite of what a carnivore dietitians or carnivore doctors say out there, but I don't think that the carnivore diet is a long-term sustainable diet. People feel better because they're removing foods that their body may be reacting to, but that's not the problem. The problem is why is your gut so hyperreactive? You got to heal the gut. As you heal the gut, you expand on the foods you can eat. Your diet shouldn't be restrictive. It actually should be abundant. It should have different varieties. So that's why I say lots of fruit, lots of vegetables, right? And I would say maybe 80% fruit, veggies, 20% fruit around there. But what works for you, right? You want to make sure that you have complex carbs like uh, quinoa or sweet potato. And if you're choosing meat uh, or eggs, make sure you're getting high quality. You have to. Grass-fed, wild-caught, whatever it may be, the best of the best because 
Conventionally speaking, you're going to be running into problems long-term. A lot of these animals are fed with poor quality food, and that's translating to the food that you're eating. It's more inflammatory of a substance in itself. So you want to make sure that you're eating high quality if you do choose to eat meat, high quality meat or animal products. But making sure a big part of that food pyramid is tons of veggies and tons of fruit for yourself, okay? Produce, of course, always remembering eating the colors of the rainbow. That is the rule of thumb. And it should be full spectrum, right? And I mentioned complex carbs like sweet potato, but also getting in there leafy greens, beans, legumes, starchy vegetables like carrots, parsnips, beets, squash, zucchini, right? Very important because we know in the data for diet, some of the best foods out there are the fiber-rich foods. We know the plant-based foods are some of the most healing foods. And to just throw that away and say you got to be eating one way is very irresponsible. We know the power of these foods, so we want to make sure our, our gut is strong and resilient to be able to eat all the foods, all the colors of the rainbow. So making sure you're eating mindfully, of course, making a ritual, chewing your food, making sure that you're mindful, there's nothing around you, there's no noise, you're not on your phone. That's going to play a major role in your digestion as it is. But I always recommend for people, if they have issues with their digestion, they can utilize uh, pancreatic enzymes. But since this is more free uh, or you know, low cost, getting apple cider vinegar and just taking a shot of it in water is going to be really helpful at getting your stomach acid going. And this is going to better your digestion so you can eat more foods, right? Eating spices, turmeric root, black pepper, um, spinach, sweet potato, cruciferous vegetables, berries, this is going to help your pancreas. Right? You want to help other organs of digestion too. Your liver is going to be very important. They love cruciferous vegetables, right? Your liver. So beets are going to be very important, but also broccoli, cauliflower, kale, uh, Brussels sprouts. These are going to be really powerful for the health of your liver with avocados, parsley, cilantro, olive oil, hemp, flax. So we have to think about it as a whole. If we can't eat a variety of foods, we got to make sure that our stomach is good, our pancreas is good, our liver is good, we're supported, we're producing enough bile to break down the food. And overall, just gut healing foods include a lot of the fermented foods, as I mentioned in the past, probiotic-rich foods for your diet. Your body needs to be responding to fermented foods favorably over time, so making sure you're training your body by having all of those fermented foods. And you can type in top fermented foods out there. You might see kimchi, you might say kefir, you might see sauerkraut, you might see tempeh, whatever works for you, but just listen to your body first and foremost and make sure you're connected to it. Prebiotic foods, so important. These are what sustain the bacteria in your gut. These are the fibrous foods that feed the gut bacteria and uh, they promote and starve the pathogenic one, the bacteria and the yeast that isn't serving your gut. And this is how we begin to build resiliency in our gut so we eat more food, okay? So you can have one or two servings a day of prebiotic foods. Since we're super stressed, we want to make sure we're having enough adrenal-supporting foods. These are things like Himalayan salt, high-quality sea vegetables like kelp or wakame, coconut oil, cruciferous vegetable, Brazil nuts, but not too many, about three a day um, because of the high amount of selenium, and dates. Those are really good foods for your adrenal. You want to make sure you're giving your adrenal the foods that it needs to be able to handle stress. And your immune system is so important. We know this, especially right now around flu season. So... You want to make sure you're eating the best things for your immune system, and it, they tend to be organic mushrooms. Shiitake, reishi, mataki, white button, portabella, all these have compounds that activate killer cells in your immune system. So really important to be taking these in as part of your diet, which we're so disconnected from, that's going to help your immune system. 
Also getting in citrus foods. We love vitamin C, taking supplements, isolated forms. But if we bring in the synergistic forms of vitamin C and bioflavonoids, we get lime, lemon, orange, eating these every single day. A daily serving of seeds like pumpkin and flax seeds. Um, garlic, using spices like turmeric, cayenne are going to be really important for your immune system. I can't miss speaking about hydration. You want to make sure you're hydrating your body and you want to make sure you're getting good quality water. And I just did a show on the Breda and on that show I spoke about my two favorite uh, water purifiers. You want to make sure you're getting a good quality water filter and uh, utilizing it as your go-to. Making sure that in your office, if you go into the office and then there's a bunch of plastic water bottles, you're not drinking from those and filling up your water from the one at home with a glass or stainless steel water bottle. Very important. The quality of water, but also just hydration. Making sure in the mornings, you, when you're most dehydrated, you're hydrating yourself. So you might want to drink 16, 24, 32 ounces in the morning, right? Just to get your body going. A good rule of thumb is half your body weight in ounces. Um, I drink about 75 to 80 ounces a day. Um, but make sure that you're utilizing mineral-rich water because if you are using reverse osmosis, can take out the minerals, so you might want to replenish it, even if not with some Himalayan salt. There's some other brands out there that utilize salt, but we're trying to keep this as cheap as possible, free for the most part. You can even add salt into your water, especially if you're sweating and working out a lot. Number three, most important intervention for... 2023. Community, this is a personal favorite. Why? Because it's one of the ones we neglect the most. And it's one of the ones that can make the biggest impact on our health. Community next to sense of purpose may be one of the most important interventions actually of all, because we are tribal, if you think about it. We've created a world which promotes the opposite, isolation, not connecting with each other. And ask yourself, when's the last time you felt like you were part of something? When's the last time you were around like-minded people who supported you, your vision, even more importantly, supported your authenticity because community is everything. Here's why. Over the past 10 years, there's been a threefold increase in people reporting they don't even have a confidant that they can talk to, right? But there's physical, physical manifestations of having a lack of community also. There was an article published in Science Magazine that showed a lack of social connection is a greater detriment to health than obesity. Lack of physical activity, blood lipids, smoking, and high blood pressure. In other words, Community should be one of the first interventions that your doctor asks you about. Do you have a community? Do you have people around you that care about you? Do you connect with people every single day or at least once a week? How about community and longevity? Over 30 years, we've known that folks with close relationships live longer versus those that are isolated. And as far as morbidity and mortality, there's a higher risk. So look no further than the meta-analysis that are put out there. There was one by the Journal of Psychological Sciences in 2010. And they reviewed 148 articles with close to 309 participants. And they analyzed individuals' mortality as a function of social relationships. And they found people with stronger social relationships had a 50% increased likelihood of survival than those with weaker relationships. And this finding remained consistent across age, sex, initial health status, and just cause of death. And my favorite part was the quote by the authors in this. These findings indicate that the influence of social relationships on the risk of death are comparable with well-established risk factors for mortality, such as smoking and alcohol consumption, and exceed the influence of other risk factors, such as physical inactivity and obesity. I'll say that again. Community is more important than physical activity and your weight. That's crazy. So how many of us are connected to people? How many of us have a confidant that we can talk to? 
to help just move stress through the body who we trust. How many people in your life, ask yourself, how many people in your life, think about it, support you? And I'm talking about the real you, the you that is all of the emotions, the you that is all of the creativity, all the childlike wonder. How many people in your life really support that? Because if you don't have that in your life, I can't imagine how constricted you may feel. Number two, intervention for 2023. My God, forest bathing. This is one of the, my favorite and most cheap interventions you could possibly do. It's accessible modality for everyone, and I truly believe it's one of the most powerful healing modalities that is out there. Shirin-yoku is a Japanese word for this practice. And by practice, I don't mean literally just bathing in the forest, not naked, no organic soaps or subs or nothing like that. We're talking about being bathed in the forest with nature. And it's not just hiking, right? It's not an outdoor workout. It's actually using your senses to become deeply connected and mindful in nature. To connect with nature enough knowing that you're not separate from nature and it is a manifestation of you to feel who you are through nature. That's forest bathing. The more we are divorced from nature, the more we are divorced from nature's inputs in our biology and the more we predispose ourselves to disease. By 2050, 66% of the world's population is projected to live in cities. And according to a sponsored study, by the Environmental Protection Agency, the average American spends 93% of his or her time indoors. And we evolved with this very specific and consistent stimuli in our body. And we've learned to adapt and thrive to nature. And less than 0.01% of our species history is in modern surroundings. And the other 99.99% of time that we've had as a species was in nature. So now what do you think happens to the body when we have the stimuli that is inconsistent, that is almost non-existent in our life in the form of nature? What inputs are influencing your health? Is it how we even evolved? How do you feel during a day? How do you feel when you're in nature versus when you're in the city? Pay attention to these subtleties and you may find a tidal wave of healing the closer and more aligned you are with your true nature. In nature, we present with a stressed state and are given the restorative effects of the forest the plants, the trees, the flowers, etc. It creates a physiological relaxation and recovery, which lead to the evidence-based medical effects of forest bathing. And guess what? There's tons of evidence behind it. What do we see in the data of forest bathing? Forest bathing can be helpful for depression, reduction in pain, whether it's local or chronic widespread. For cancer patients, we see it in breast and lung. The results of a study showed Statistically significant correlations pre and post interventions between green environments and individuals' experience with self realization, increased emotional health, and integrative well being. 2007, Japanese study. There was 498 participants suffering from acute and chronic stress. Of these research participants, those suffering with chronic stress states reported reduction of hostility, depression, and anxiety as a direct result of the time that they spent in the forest. Better sleep, statistically significant correlation between increased sleep time, post two hours, afternoon forest walks with decreased anxiety. What else? Blood pressure. There's been significant drops in systolic and diastolic numbers. Regardless of age, gender, socioeconomic background, or previous exposure to nature setting, your blood pressure drops when you're in nature. The Canadian Ontario Health Study, they did a high-resolution satellite imagery, and it suggests residents of neighborhoods with a high density of trees on the streets reported less ill cardiometabolic conditions than do residents of neighborhoods with less trees. That's pretty incredible to think about. The more trees that we have by our home in this study, 
the less cardiometabolic disease that we have, which makes sense, right? Because we're talking about all the benefits of forest bathing. Improved autonomic nervous system balance. 80% increase in parasympathetic indicators of heart rate variability while experiencing the forest setting, connecting to the forest. Other things like improved profile of overall mood state, improve immune function, reduction in salivary cortisol, reduction in blood glucose, reduction of inflammatory markers like interleukins, CRP, and tefrons, tumor necrosis factors, increased glutathione, superoxide dismutase. Those are detoxification, really important detoxification molecules in the body that are helping your liver. Actually, you know, there's a hack to even boost the benefits of forest bathing, and it's taken off your shoes and it's grounding, and it's earthing. I've been talking about this since one of my first shows ever. This has been years already. It's one of the cheapest interventions, putting your feet on the ground. I've spoken about it before. 2020 study on the Environment Public Health Journal, the author state, it is established, though not widely appreciated, that the Earth's surface possesses a limitless and continuous renewal supply of free and mobile electrons. The surface of the planet is electrically conductive, and its negative potential is maintained by the global atmospheric electrical circuit. What the heck does that mean? It means we're electrical beings. It means that when we connect to the Earth, which is electrical in itself, which we're not separate from, grounding begins to bring on amazing benefits like better sleep, better circadian rhythms, less stress, better cortisol balance, promoting parasympathetic system. In study subjects, we saw even reduced amounts of pain. Also, protecting us from electromagnetic disruptions through the umbrella effect. Improved HRV, just like we were talking about. That's your stress response in the body. Reduce inflammation, reduction in fasting glucose. This stuff is powerful stuff and it's real. Possibly even helping osteoporosis, blood viscosity, the thickness in your blood and immune function. And of course, being out during the day with your feet on the ground in nature, forest bathing with the sun. And that's piggybacking on everything else. Light exposure is so essential to our biology. It's what our cells run on, right? It is the battery of the cells. We think about battery on our phone, we need to charge it. How do we charge our cells? We put our feet on the ground, we see the sun, and we're in the forest, we're in nature. Light exposure plays a massive role in delivering information packets to the body. It is a master influencer for your healthy hormone and rhythm of your body, period. This is why it's so important to be seeing the sun wherever you are as much as you can. And it's because our body knows to do what and when when it sees the sun. It activates enzymes, hormones, cellular function. It's an elegant symphony, and the master conductor is what? The sun. It actually even helps you getting to sleep, right? The better you see the sun from waking up, cortisol awakening response, seeing the sun midday is going to actually set you up for better sleep at night. So when we think about the importance of the sun and the power of the sun, we want to make sure we're getting outside. And if it's a hot, sunny day, okay. If you're going to be outside for a long time, okay. You may want to use sunblock. But in those moments of getting just pure sun hitting the body, make sure that you're allowing your skin to hit the sun. It ain't the enemy. The enemy is all the crap, all the food, all the processed stuff that we have in our diet that is affecting our overall health and our capacity to mitigate the inflammation from the sun. We need those antioxidants, so eating antioxidants-rich foods, especially during the summer, okay? So making sure you're seeing the sun within 45 minutes, an hour from waking up, making sure you see midday sun, and trying to see the sunset as much as possible. The number one intervention for 2023 is, of course, how can I not say, your authenticity, your authentic self, emotional healing. It's essential. You can do all of those things But if you're carrying 150 pounds of baggage, 
it ain't gonna mean much, right? You really, really, really need to start and let this be the year of you unfolding those parts of you that you've been holding back. Because really, who we are and who we've become is a culmination of all of the parts of us that have been allowed and not allowed throughout our lives. By parents, by teachers, by friends, by coaches, by more teachers, by boyfriends, by girlfriends, whatever it is. Who we are is so disconnected from who we really are. We live with this egoic identification and we're so scared to really be exactly who we are. And when we were young, we were us. Oh my God, we were fully expressed. We felt something, we didn't, we were not afraid to show it. But as we get older, every single year, every decade, we contain more and contain more and contain more until we really feel it in our bodies. Now, everybody listening, if you feel tension in your body, if you feel like you're holding, I promise you, you are. That is the containment of who you are. If you don't feel good in your body, that is the containment of who you are. It is you not letting the world see the light, who you are. Think about it. Authentically, we see children. They're, when they're happy, they're happy. They're sad, they're sad. They're mad, they're mad. Right? They're creative as hell. They are just flowing a tidal wave of just new creativity, drawing, painting, dancing, singing, more dancing, right? acting, all of these things. Guess what? That's you. You ain't lost it. You may think you have, but you're so disconnected from this part of you. But not disconnecting isn't even the right word because we're never disconnected. It's here. It's here now. There's no more podcasts you need to listen to. There's no more books you need to read. It's here. So your emotional connection, your authenticity of who you are, connecting to the deepest parts of you is accessible right now. It's always been accessible. It's like those Russian dolls, the little ones, the bigger, the bigger, the bigger, the bigger, the bigger, right? Connecting to that deepest part of you has never left that most authentic. So how do we do that? Start getting in your body. Start getting in your body. Lay down every morning. Start feeling your feet, feel your knees, feel your hips, feel your full body. Notice how you feel. Start listening to your body. Because I promise you, your body is always talking. You put the body on mute. You've disconnected yourself from your body. But I promise you, as your body begins to trust you, and you begin to trust your body, oh my God, that relationship can be the most beautiful relationship of all. And notice why this is number one, because you're in your body all the time, because your body is so much dictating your human experience, right? So having a deep connection, having a trusted connection with the body is everything. It will change your life. It will tell you if the diet you're on is right. It will tell you if you should go forest bathing right now. It should tell you if you should, it would tell you if you need to work out today. It'll tell you if you're in the right relationship, if you're in the right job, if your sense of purpose is right, if you need to say something to your family members, your mom, your dad, right? It will tell you everything that you ever needed. So long as you listen, get into your body. Do it every single day. Let this be the year that you make amends and you love your body in the deepest, deepest, deepest level you can possibly can. And I promise you, I promise you, your body is gonna love you back even more. It's been loving you. You wonder how I know you're alive listening to this. The love that it takes to keep you alive, your body to keep you alive, is incomprehensible. And it does it over and over and over. So let's get back to the body. Let's connect. Let's feel our body. Let's listen to what the womb wants right? What the pelvis wants, what the gut wants, what the heart wants, what the throat wants. Do you want to speak your truth? Do you need to give more love? 
right? Do you need to give more words of affirmation? Do you need to express fear or anger? Or do you need to express sadness? Do you need to express your sexuality, right? What parts of you are being hidden in the name of fear? Because this is your year to let that fear melt and finally be you. Life is too short. This could be my last podcast. But I'm urging you all to really let this be the time for you to connect to who you are. Because who you are is beyond magnificent, beyond beautiful, incomprehensible. You will change the world just by you being you. This is your year. There you go. Knowledge Bomb, top five of 2023. Let's get it going, putting it in practice. Start doing it, take accountability, take notes if you need to, put a whiteboard on your fridge, put a whiteboard in your room, whatever helps you keep yourself accountable, get on it. And this year, I promise you, is gonna be your healthiest year. Heal thyself.